Well, hello everybody. My name is Ron Kanzler, and uh, man, we are super excited you decided to join us for Disciple Making Church podcast in January 2023. And man, I'm super excited to be here with uh, Ken Adams, the founder and director of Impact Ministries, also the lead pastor of Crossroads Church. So, Ken, welcome. Thank you, Ron. It's good, good to have here, you, man. And uh, Mike Keaton over here on my right, and uh, he is uh, the executive pastor of Crossroads Church, but also a big part of Impact as a consultant and uh, as I said, my name is Ron, part of Impact, and thank you. Thank you for joining us. Um, Happy New Year to you. Um, hopefully, uh, you're keeping up all of your New Year's resolutions. What about you, Ken? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good so bad. far. Yeah. All right. What about you, Mike? Doing great. I didn't make any, so I'm doing really good. <laughs> well, we hope that you guys are doing well on that as well. Um, but thank you for making this a priority. Um, every single month, we come to you, and uh, we have some conversations about about church life, but really more specifically about being and building disciples uh, in the local church, not the way we do it, Ken and Mike, but the way Jesus did it. And so we thank you so much for being a part of this today. Um, We just ask you to like us, share us, uh, because today we're going to talk about something that's super important, um, leadership. But before we get to that, we just want to, uh, I think all of us here would want to invite everybody to something really exciting coming up at the end of this month. And uh, that's our Disciple Making Summit. And so uh, you can go to impactdisciples.com. You can check that out. You can look and see. We've got some exciting speakers coming up. Uh, we've got some breakout sessions. Um, so, Ken, what are some of the breakout sessions that we're going to have? Yeah, we're going to do, uh, first of all, we're going to do a pre-summit. Yeah, pre-summit. A pre-summit yep. on uh, Friday morning. And we're going to have uh, a student breakout that's put on by Sun Life Ministries. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do a, uh, a discipleship uh women uh, discipleship group and then we're going to break out our pre-conference so we'll do one for pastors disciple making pastors and then the disciple making church so yeah. uh, there'll be uh, those will be uh, earlier in the day we'll start yeah. around nine or ten o'clock different kind of check out the website for the times and then uh, that evening we kick it off with our main session and uh, Doug Holiday will be speaking mm. and then uh, we'll come back on uh, Saturday morning and uh, Chris Moody will be speaking from uh, First Baptist Church in Beaumont. And then that afternoon, uh, Scott Sullivan from the Georgia Baptist Convention Discipleship uh, Department will be a part of that. And then some of our breakouts will be uh, breakouts. Uh, you'll be doing one yep. on uh, sort of like uh, transformation through life-changing uh, discipleship. Life-changing discipleship. Yep. And then we'll have a pastor's panel. We'll have a student ministry panel. Uh, we'll have a women's ministry panel. And then um, a couple of others. We have one for... Uh, uh, really kind of a young adult college student type yeah. type breakout and young adult breakout. So uh, we've got a number of things. We have a men's breakout that will be done as well. So we've got about six breakouts that will be, I think, beneficial for um, really just about anybody. You, just, you don't yeah. have to be a church leader to uh, benefit from this. You can yeah. be, a, a, you know, just a member of a church, be a part of a church. Be Something for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, January 27th and 28th. Um, so you can still go to our website. You can sign up. Mm-hmm. Man, the cost is minimal, but the uh, benefit are going to be amazing as you go into this new year. Um, and so uh, we look forward to maybe seeing you there. But uh, really today, we're going to dive in on as we think about how do we make fully trained disciples inside the local church. Um, man, guys, it really does come down to what we're going to talk about today is leadership. Mm-hmm. And uh Leadership, many times we think is is it is, and it is it's the the senior pastor. But uh, what happens inside that church really is developed and grown based on growing leadership. And so uh, today, uh, man, you know, we're just going to talk about 
the importance of leadership, but really we're going to be maybe answering the question that some of you'd like to know, how do you develop leaders? Mm-hmm. And not just leaders, but how did Jesus develop leaders? So, so guys, let's kind of kick this thing off. And so a couple of questions that I think would be good for us would be this. So, you know, what are some of the challenges, um, maybe you guys are wondering, some of the challenges of selecting leaders in churches today? So what do you think, Ken? What yeah. are some of the challenges? Well, let me back up just for a second. Okay. And then I'll come back to your question a little bit. So, you know, I, when I talk to, and I say this a lot when yeah. I'm uh, training and stuff, and I, I, I've come to the realization that a lot of people, a lot of pastors, uh, really, leadership is one of their greatest needs, mm. you know, and they don't, a lot of times you say, what some of your great, uh, great challenges in your church, they don't usually say buildings or budget. Sometimes they do, but not sure. as much. But almost hands down, they all say, I need more leaders. Mm-hmm. And then when you ask the question, well, where are you going to get them from? They, they don't know. Yeah. And so uh, it's amazing to me how we we are in charge of leading this organization with the greatest mission on the planet, yeah. and yet we don't really know, uh, in a lot of cases, we don't know how to define it. We don't know what a leader looks like if we made one. Mm. And then secondly, is that we don't really have a process or a plan mm. to make them. So, um, so man, I think, it, I think it is huge that we understand how we go about developing leaders and then deploying leaders and as always Ron it goes back to um, to how did Jesus do that mm-hmm. and so I think one of the biggest challenges that we have mm. is just um, really going back and figuring out uh, how does that look mm. and making it a priority again you know yeah. a lot of times uh, we have just forgotten how important it is and really kind of lost taking our eye off the ball of you know, if we're not raising up new leaders and we don't have a plan and we don't have a process, then we got a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, um, yeah, so it really is important. I mean, the challenge, you know, I think we would say the same thing. Maybe some of you would say that uh, one of your greatest challenges is um, leaders. And so, um, I don't know about, about you, but uh, when we think about where we're going to find these leaders, Mike, what, uh, what are some of the places that sometimes we, where do we find them? Where do we develop them from? So honestly, uh, they're they're right there in front of us. Mm-hmm. They really are. You know, um, every week. It's in, so in our churches, so in a church context, mm-hmm. every week people show up mm-hmm. and come. And you know, um, if we are all about the mission, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus's mission, doing ministry the way Jesus did, then you know those people that assembled there week after week. I mean, they are the ones that need to be discipled and grown and developed and yeah. then later deployed. Yeah. And so, honestly, they're, they're really right in front of us. Mm. So yeah. we just have to, uh, and I think Ken said it best, you know, we just kind of skimmed over it, but, I, you know, we have to know what a leader needs to look like, mm. and then we got to figure out this process. You know, how are we going to develop them? Yeah. So we have an assembly every week, you know, a crowd gathering yeah. that, okay, how do you take that crowd and then eventually move some of them yeah. into, you know, leading. Yeah. You know, and that's what Jesus did. Is we just got to. Yeah. So, Mike, what I hear you saying is, you know, God has provided potential leaders. But, but Ken, really, the question is, how did Jesus do it? Well, you know, when you said, what are some of the challenges? Mm. I got to say this, mm. that one of the challenges is just tradition mm. and the way we've always done it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I've said this a, a time or two that. You know, one of the biggest problems we have in the church today is that we select leaders 
on political qualifications mm-hmm. rather than spiritual qualifications right. and rather than really having a plan to develop potential leaders or future leaders uh, we really just take uh, we just take people that have been around a long time right and maybe have the right last name or the right bank account or the right job and and even the way we select leaders you know we let uh, because we mo- a lot of churches have a congregational form of government, mm. we pass out a form to everybody in the church of people that are 21 years of age or older that have been members for a couple of years, and we say, now pick who's going to be our deacons or our leaders or our elders, and yeah. that doesn't square up with Scripture. It doesn't square yeah. up with the biblical approach to leadership in Scripture where there are clearly right. biblical qualifications for for leaders, and that mm. would even be Sunday school teachers, small group leaders, ministry team leaders. Mm. You know, all those areas. There, there, a person ought to be in leadership because they are qualified, and they demonstrate. Um, they really demonstrate certain characteristics and certain types of conduct yeah. that qualifies them. Yeah. Uh, not just uh, personality, not yeah. just uh, you know their circumstances in life. So, there's a lot of challenges and. You know, when Jesus mm. developed leaders, so he got his leaders out of the harvest. Mm. You know, Jesus did not um, get leaders from the church down the street because <laughs> there was no church down the street, right? Oh, yeah. And so Jesus literally started, this is amazing, right? So he takes this little ragtag group of fishermen and tax collectors. They're just they're just unschooled, ordinary men, the Bible says. Mm. And that group of guys becomes over a period of time that group of guys becomes the leadership team that he would entrust the entire movement of Christianity to that is in itself just let that resonate for a while Mm -hmm. is that Jesus developed a group of 12 guys to become the leaders and they were uneducated ordinary common salt of the earth guys but he got them there because he had a process Mm -hmm. and that process it's called discipleship. That's right. Mm. And so the best leadership, if you want to know how Jesus did it, the best leadership always comes out of discipleship. Mm. That's right. That's fantastic. So, yeah, so Jesus wasn't just, you know, checking, did they have a pulse? Jesus right. had a very strategic plan. He, uh, when he launched his ministry, he he specifically prayed and chose those men. And, and ultimately, as you just said, Ken, they we're sitting here today talking about it because those men did what Jesus called them to That's do. That's exactly right. And so as we think about that, um, you know, as Jesus kind of de- deployed and, and developed and deployed his, uh, his leaders, you know, Mike, what, what was the Jesus-style strategy for doing that? What did that look like in, in uh, Jesus' plan? So, you know, there's different um, ways you could look at that. I mean, there's different parts of our strategy here at our church, the way we mm-hmm. do it. Um, some people say it's a four-step process. Some say it's five-step. I mean, different things. I mean, Honestly, when Jesus said in Matthew four nineteen, "Follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men," mm. that's a process. Yeah, mm-hmm. from following to fishing, mm-hmm. right? And then you go to Mark three fourteen, where G, where it says that he appointed some of them apostles that they might be with him, mm. that he might send them out to preach. Right? Mm-hmm. There's a process right there. Yeah. Right? He chose them. They've spent time together, and then he launched them. Yeah. And then John twenty twenty one, where he says he walks into the upper room after his resurrection, and he says. As the Father sent me, so send I you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was his intention from the beginning. Right. Right. It wasn't just, hey, let's get in this little holy huddle, do discipleship for the rest of our lives, 
I mean, his intention was to launch them as leaders. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, he spent time with these guys. He got to know them. He eventually pulled them in close. They became his disciples. He called them apostles. Mm. He trained them. Mm. There's all kind of aspects to the training all throughout the Gospels. Yeah. And then eventually... He gave them the ball, and he said, "Okay, now it's your turn. Go make disciples." Yeah. And I honestly, I, I just don't think Peter looked over at John and said, "Hmm, what do you think he meant by that?" <laughs> I think they knew what he meant. Yeah. He'll, we'll just do what he did with us. Yeah. So, uh, that is the process. I mean, and that's a really bird's eye overview of it, you know. Right. But those are the big picture uh, principles of it, I think. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, man, it's it's a great way to describe it. Um, you know, we say often here at our church and and with Impact that uh, everything rises and falls on leadership. Mm-hmm. That uh, the direction of the church and Jesus knew that, and and so I think it should be encouraging to know Jesus took what these unschooled ordinary men, and then ultimately we see in the Book of Acts as they stand before the Sanhedrin uh, and are challenged. The thing that they they associate them with for the change was their time with Jesus, their leadership they exhibited. And so uh, what can be encouraging for, for you today is to know that uh, Jesus has given us a really clear strategy mm-hmm. to develop leaders. And so, um, so well, Ken, would you like to Before, you, before you go on, yeah. let me just say, say one thing just for our, our viewers' sake, you know, just to be practical. Yeah. Um, how did Jesus do it? I mean, there's, there is a lot to the process, but I think a very simple answer is a small group. Mm. Jesus mm. did it in the context of a small group. Yeah. So that's where the discipleship that Kim's mm-hmm. talking about comes from. Yeah. So you want to add anything? Well, you know, I, I heard it said years ago, and it has just resonated with me and shaped a lot of what we do here in our church, and obviously through uh, Impact Ministry, is that Jesus made disciples, and then he appointed them to be leaders. Mm. And so, you know, it's a very different mindset of leadership development and yeah. even deploying leaders. And, you know, what, what actually happens is when you start um, making disciples, you're you're creating a pipeline mm. uh, that eventually creates more leaders than you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you actually have, at some point, you could have leaders in waiting. You could have potential leaders that have already sort of gone through the process of leadership development because they've been discipled. So yeah. you got to see leader you got to see discipleship ultimately as ministry training, right? right. And discipleship is not just mm. going deeper or just taking a class or just it's 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 training it's training for ministry. Yeah. And it's driven by the mission of making disciples. I think that's one thing Ron that, mm. that and you and I've talked about this a lot that that every church has leaders. Right. So every church has leaders. They just don't all have the right kind of leaders. Mm. And sometimes they have, I mean, how would you, how how in the world can we have leaders that are not living or doing or ever even have any connection to the mission? Yeah. Wow. What yeah. a mess that would be. Mm-hmm. If you had, if you had our military that was being led by, uh, generals and 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 you know you know officers that had no idea what our mission was mm. if you had a school system that was being led by administrators and teachers that had no idea what the goal of the education was if you mm. you, you just it, you name it i mean yeah. and and yet we think it's somehow or another it's different for the church yeah it's not Mm-mm. it's not and so uh we have to understand that when when you go from the gospels to mm. acts you go from leadership development 
to leadership mm. deployment. Yeah. yeah. Really, right? Exactly. Yeah. Develop and deploy. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, they, he moved them from disciples. They were called disciples. And then in Acts, they're apostles. Mm. Yeah. So it's two different distinctions right there. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Yeah, so maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, good stuff, guys. And, um, you know, so what next? I'm, I'm, I'm at a small church or I, I, I just, I'm not looking around and I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, like, where are these leaders going to come from? And I think we talked about it, that it came out of the harvest. Um, but the reality is Jesus took what God gave him and he poured into it and multiplied it. And I think that's what we can, uh, we can take from today. And so, um, you know, the reality is, is that we just would like to encourage you that, um, you know, the thing that Jesus shows us is, is that um, we, we have as many leaders as we're willing to develop, really. The that's leaders right. that you, the leaders that you right. are thinking about are, right. are potentially already in your church or they will be in your church soon. They may not, the, the next generation of leaders may not have even shown that, up That's yet. right. But it's a mindset change that, mm. uh, and that was big for me personally, guys, mm. was People I was discipling, I began to see them not just as someone that I was spending time with, but future leaders inside mm-hmm. the church and saying, hey, they're fishermen today. I mean, they're fishing for mm-hmm. fish, but one day they're going to fish for men. Mm-hmm. Jesus was casting that mm-hmm. vision of these leaders. Yeah. And, you know, Ron, I got to say this because I, 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 I never really want our podcast to be one of those things where people just get, you know, more content and mm-hmm. don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Right. We don't want to do that. We want yeah. it. The whole idea of a Disciple Making Church podcast is to try to help you get a feel for how a church can literally implement That's right. the Disciple Making Ministry of Christ. And so, you know, what I would encourage a, a pastor to do if he's out there saying, how do mm. I get this started? What do I do? You know, uh, first thing I would do is I would look for a handful of hungry individuals mm. that uh, I thought I could meet with on a regular basis and that... Uh, I could pour into them and I could teach them and I could train them and yeah. then I would create that group that you were talking about Mike I'd create a discipleship group and I would give them a uh, you know we obviously we create a lot of resources but I, it, whether you use our resources or not doesn't matter uh, we just provided them so that it's easy to reproduce and do but mm. um, but what I would do is I would just be teaching them the, the conduct I mean the content of God's word I'd be teaching them the truth of God I'd be teaching them that are the basic fundamentals. And mm. then I would also, though, I would teach them the character of Christ and I would teach them the conduct of Christ. Mm. And then over a period of time, I would actually know, they, they would prove themselves mm. to be uh, possible leaders. Yes. And then it's it's uh, at that point, I would be challenging them to go out and do the same thing with other people. And quite honestly, if you do that long enough, uh, the leadership titles that come with that in some ways are are actually irrelevant you know mm. uh, that's why you know years ago you used to hear John Maxwell say all the time leadership is influence and so what you really want to do is you just want to have a whole church full of people that are influencing people mm. to be disciples and to build disciples yeah and so don't make it more complicated than it really is that's right, right. That's uh, good. more than anything just get started just yeah just get started that's and good. And, and obviously, you know, I, we're doing impact, uh, not because we don't have enough to do already. <laughs> I mean, we got a full throttle church here with lots of stuff going on. But based on what we have learned out of 33 years, going on 34 years of really trying to figure it out, and we're just swinging at it really hard. Mm-hmm. And 
thankfully, praise God, we've learned a few things, and we just want to share that with other people, mm, help right. them figure it out. We don't have the, you know, the secret sauce or the, you know, the code broke. We hadn't broke code, but we have learned some things. We love to share that with other mm. churches and. Man, have us come in. Let us do a seminar. Let us consult with you. And, you know, as always, uh, we will make it possible for you to do that. Uh, finances will not be uh, will not be an obstacle for us coming and helping your church. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good segue into really just thank you so much for being here. Uh, we genuinely hope this has helped you today. And um, uh, we, we truly, if, if we can in any way, would like to help you. You can go to impactdisciples.com. Um, you can drop a note below here. We'll reach back out to you. Uh, as Ken said, we can come in, do some consultations. We can do some Zoom calls. Uh, whatever we can do to help you, uh, we'll be, uh, be glad to do that. And uh, one last reminder, one of the best things you can do to really jumpstart even this idea of leadership and other disciple-making things that go with your church, to do church like Jesus did is to come to our you know our disciple making summit uh it's uh, the 27th and 28th uh man we'd love to see you there um but if not we'll see you next time and uh until then continue to be and build disciples of jesus christ <laughs>